Centrex Studios. It's JP, Kathy, and the crew. The crew. And that is the, the voice. Crew. And good JP. Morning, Kathy. Good morning, JP. And good morning to the crew. That is the voice of Charles Gura, who is our IT officer for the company and who just celebrated a birthday yesterday. Now, Kathy, you got to call it what it is. He's the chief technical officer, CTO. CTO. That sounds fancier. It's very fancy. Sounds very fancy. Well, all we know is he gets all our our stuff hooked up behind the scenes. He's got some new, I guess we're getting ready to roll out because we're getting ready to hit our 100th show from the new format, um, you know, here um, with our network. We're getting ready to... um, hit the 100th show and he's got like two other platforms some other cool platform he was describing to me the other day and he's all excited about it and I'm like Charles that sounds great and I get off the phone and I'm like what was the name of that platform because like it's it's just it's all Pro Greek multi. to me <laughs> no, Pro multi well no this was like this was some uh, but this is some other platform that we're going to be on and I'm just like, oh, that we're gonna be, yeah. On. And I'm like, yeah, good plug for for one of his companies, though. Um, yeah, I was just like, I got off and I thought that sounds awesome. I pretty much don't know anything he said, but that just sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one of those well, things. I'm wondering <laughs> if um, if he's talking about the new website we're gonna be heading to. There's that. But there was some, there was something else. I don't know. Of course, yes. So this is the reason I am not the technology of anything for the company. It's like, oh, don't let Kathy have access to that. Well, I think we should let Kathy have access and let her play with the buttons. Oh, no. I'm just Oh, saying. no. That's well, like a toddler in a China shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Dr. Know, Clothier, right? he'll be on next week um, discussing breast cancer. We're going to continue our discussion that we have with Brandy Braley. Of course, we've got Faye Curtis coming in this month as well. Um, super important topic that really hits all families, JP. I'm, you know, I mean, do you know? I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, my grandmother had breast cancer. Yeah, you know, my mom. My mother had breast cancer. Yeah, my mom's a breast cancer survivor. My stepmom's a breast cancer survivor. You know, we've got a member of the crew. uh, Shout out to Missy, who just had knee surgery on top of recovering from breast cancer. And and it's all the time, you know. Um, You know, it just... When, when we say, and, and breast cancer doesn't have to run in your family. You know, when my mom got breast cancer, nobody, now cancer ran in the family, um, other other types of cancer, but she's like, how did I get breast cancer? Nobody in our family's ever ever had it. Doesn't matter. And right. same with guys, well, same with guys. You, one of the other big, you know, one of the, it does strike guys. One of the yeah. big other things, though, is that what I love right now is all the pink out games yes, that are going on yes. uh, for high school football. Love it. I love that. I do. I and love that. I love that. all the posts people are posting. I saw uh, Centennial posted something from Frisco. I saw yeah. Melissa yeah. ISD football. They posted something. Plano Senior High, Plano East. Oh, it's awesome. Um, so a lot of the area schools are celebrating uh, the fight against breast cancer yes. uh, to uh, help promote getting out there and doing those walks and raising funds to help Absolutely. find a cure. You know, Absolutely. Well, cure, and you know, it's interesting, you know, when we had Brandy on um, last week, and of course she's with Legacy Charter, and um, she was talking about how she's got um, 
the kids um, on her campuses involved in fundraising, her fundraising efforts as well. And and then, you know, and I think about, you know, um, uh, my daughter's old high school, my son's high school right now, they do a big pink out day and people come to school with pink fairy wings and pink tutus and pink hair and, you know, just pink from head to toe. And and I think it's so great to to create that awareness with the younger kids because unfortunately, and JP, I know this, and this is a trend we'll be talking with Dr. Clothier about next Monday, but um, people are getting, and I say kids, I mean, somebody who's 32, they're a kid. People are getting diagnosed with breast cancer at such a younger age nowadays, where back in the day it was like, hey, as long as you start having mammograms by the time you're 50, you know, and, you know, starting out around 40, start doing self-checks. You know, I taught my daughter back in the day, start doing self-checks. Once you've started your cycle, you need to start doing self-checks because you need to be very familiar in case something changes, you know, with with your breast tissue. And and so I think that that awareness, like you said, at the football games for guys, girls, everybody, um, the awareness at, at the high school level, at least, I I think it's imperative to save lives. No, I absolutely agree. In fact, you know, as you were saying, you taught teaching Emily, but I also taught Katarina and I bought the, I didn't know, I don't think I actually bought it. I think I was given it the pink hanging plastic yes. uh, card that teaches them how to do it, that you hang in the shower. Yep. Yep. Remember and, you know, it I well. Her, I said, yeah, I told her, I said, when you're in the shower, you know, do a self check yep. to make sure, because nowadays with all the hormones and food and all the stuff in the air, I mean, yeah. girls are developing a lot earlier, a lot sooner. Oh yes. Um, and so it's like, you've got to stay on top of this. Yep. stuff. And, and so much of it, so much of when you find out, the um the call when you go back to the causes of breast cancer a lot of it has to do with an imbalance in hormones too much of one hormone not enough of the other um or whatever the case may be and dr clothier can speak more eloquently to that obviously uh, i'm not a doctor nor do i play one on tv how about you jp <laughs> well I'm, i play one on tv you do it's just yeah, nobody tunes into my channel That's i'm the only one who watches it's well, my you channel. Know what and my I'm mother watching. used to say, right? You know what my mother used to say. She had You're good a legend sense. in your own mind. Yes, there you You're go. You're a legend in your own mind. I mean, there you go. I love Mom it. Mom couldn't have been all wrong, right? I love she it. pretty much knows what's going on. She knew well, what was what, up at, when happened. you were young. <laughs> right? Hey, a lot oh. happening at the State Fair of Texas, Kathy. Oh, and I've got to make it out there. I've just been thinking, okay, we're going to make it this weekend. We're going to make it this weekend. Ah, running out of weekends. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, if you pick this weekend, you're going to have one of the best football Ooh, games in the country. Yes, indeed. Happening right there Good at times. Fair Park. So, Good so times. gear up and get ready. Texas OU weekend. And so big college football games coming up, uh, especially here in the Metroplex. Uh, a lot of fun stuff happening at the uh, State Fair of Texas. So still going to have at the top of my list, though, my favorite food, which is the deep-fried peanut butter and jelly calorie friendly not <laughs> and deep fried butter very calorie friendly not both uh, on jp's on kitchen not yeah those are all real healthy no. oriented. not none of those are on so, there and then of course you got to go have the deep fried um gumbo 
I'm looking Ball. forward to that. So if I make it out, which I've got to make it out to the state fair, you know, obviously it was closed last year. And we make How it every not year. Make it to the state fair, the, uh, well, unfortunately, the weekend that actually works out best, just with everything, it would be because we were we really we try to stay away every so often. We've taken the kids during the OU um, O UTOU game before. But um, the weekend that would be best for us and the weather would be perfect, I'm going to be out of town. Um, so I'm like, ah, so we're trying to figure out, do we sneak in this upcoming Sunday or do we wait till closing weekend? Uh, but um, anyways, we're hoping to make it because I want to try those, um, the, the deep fried gumbo balls. Is that the, what they're called? Or I think that's what they're calling them. Um, yeah, I think they're deep fried gumbo balls. And they, re- they received two of the awards um for from the state fair food whatever however you get whatever that's called however you get that um two of the top awards um and that sounds really good because we always try to we have you know noda fletcher's okay breakfast here we come there's certain things we always get but then we always make sure we try at least one new thing and that is definitely the thing that i would want to try this year and i don't know anybody who's tried it yet i haven't seen any social media oh, pics about gracious, it oh i have oh they you do okay so it's getting good oh, reviews yeah. oh yeah okay several friends have gone down and they've eaten the, the gumbo ball thing the deep fried gumbo ball and they say it's pretty darn amazing. Love it. Of course, it. you got to have a Fletcher's corn dog as well. That That's breakfast. That's just the first thing. You walk into the State Fair of Texas. <laughs> I mean, I the kids were little, and we're like, this is breakfast. Like I have always said, and I will say this till the day I die. That is the one day of the year you can serve your kid corny dogs for breakfast and still be a good mom. Just saying. Well, we're like, it's you not. Are a it's, good mom. <laughs> yeah, if you're in Texas at the State Fair. Is it child abuse if yeah, you yeah. don't allow your child to have a, a Fletcher's corny exactly. dog? <laughs> a corny dog for breakfast. That's exactly right. Well, um, big college football weekend uh, this last weekend. Um, lots of interesting games and, and outcomes that I don't think a lot of people uh, expected. I'm going to go ahead and let's tackle uh, right off the bat Arkansas versus Georgia. You know, I don't know that anybody believed that Arkansas may beat Georgia, but I don't think anybody saw the train called the Bulldog Express plow down. Uh, I mean, it was something 37 to nothing, Kathy. Arkansas was never really in the game. You saw glimpses of their defense come alive, but Georgia just manhandled the Arkansas Razorbacks. I, you know, it, I, I didn't, I didn't see the game. Now I did, I do know, and our dear friend Lathan Watts, who who has his own show on our network, um, he went from last weekend just being the most joyful man. I, I, I think I tagged you on that picture of him that was just so funny, with him just like, yeah, I, I can't even imagine what a bottom out scenario that is when you get shut out like that. Well, and it was bad. I mean, Georgia definitely was Georgia. They manhandled. Uh, Arkansas as if Arkansas was a pop Warner football team. And so Georgia's the real thing. We'll see if Arkansas can bounce back. Arkansas has dropped from number eight in the country to number 13, and Georgia has moved to number two. Uh, another big game, and I say this because the Big Ten is trying to show life in the top ten. Uh, number three, Iowa, takes on Maryland in Maryland. And, again, they are handling business 51-14 to 14 was the score there. And again, 
for me, I have never been one to jump on the Iowa bandwagon because it seems like they always let you down when they hit the big games. Uh, but so far, Iowa is plowing through at number three. Number 10, BYU beats Utah State in regular fashion, 34-20. to 20. Here's the game of the week for me. Ah, the <laughs> University of Texas takes on TCU at TCU's home field, and Texas is able to handle and TCU the loss, 32-27. You know, Texas fans, you know, Kathy, I'm on the Longhorn uh, chat groups and forums and all that, right? Right. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching everybody panic because it looked like Texas was going to give this game away, and people were calling for the coach's head and what are we doing and what are we thinking. But Texas walks out of TCU with a 32-27 victory. Texas ranked number 21 in the country now. Uh, Michigan had no problem handling Wisconsin, 38-17. They will remain in the top 10 as well. They're ranked number 9. Wake Forest barely squeaks by Louisville, 37-34. Cincinnati, for me, Kathy, is the big surprise. And, of course, um, I'm looking forward to your comment. They played Notre Dame. Jesus' team. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't wait. There you go. You knew that was Uh, coming. Notre Dame's yeah, Notre Dame is right number 14 now, but number five Cincinnati shows that they may be not overvalued. They win in, at Notre, they win at Notre Dame 24 to 13 and kind of in a big fashion. Their defense came up very big. I'll tell you somebody who's going to start screaming in the next couple of games if they don't break into the top 10 is Coastal Carolina. Uh, nobody took them seriously at the beginning of the year. But they are handling their opponents with ease. They took on L.A. Monroe, beat them 59-6. to Of course, their strength of schedule is going to hurt them. But Coastal Carolina is showing that they are formidable both on offense and defense. Ohio State uh, is ranked number seven in the country, took on Rutgers. Again, uh, no problem there, 52-13. I'll tell you who continues to struggle on the gridiron. It's going to be interesting to see if the University of Texas can expose this. Number six, Oklahoma, squeaks by Kansas State, 37-31. Kansas State's unranked. Their defense is probably unranked uh, across in Europe, for goodness sake. And Oklahoma can barely squeak by. So, Kathy, I tell you, the big showdown coming up between Texas OU this weekend, it may become a Texas weekend. It really, it could be. It'll it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, it's just, you've always got to love the rivalry and the camaraderie that comes out of this upcoming weekend. It's it's huge in Texas. It really is. It's it's iconic. It's... it's just greatness you know if you love some college football and it's so funny because it's one of those things you know as I've watched over the years and you know my mom's a big UT alum so of course you know we came out and she was doing this with us I think she's very disappointed that neither one of us went neither my brother or I went to UT but um, you know even if neither team is competitive even if they're not ranked even if they both look bad it doesn't matter this game stands alone because it is such a ginormous rivalry and and that's kind of one of those cool things to count on because over the years you've got rivalries that have kind of gone by the wayside this one's stuck around and that's what's fun about it well and and it's going to be fun to be out there um and i'm looking forward to the game as well like all longhorn fans and uh, again I'm thinking that this could be an upset for Texas and get themselves back on track. Yeah. All right. So 
Um, other big games to report, uh, Alabama started to struggle a little bit with Mississippi, but they ended up winning 42-21. The game that I predicted that that would be a, a game of the week and one that you should go watch was a final in overtime between the unranked Stanford Cardinals and the number eight ranked Oregon Ducks. And at, the, at halftime, I'm still predicting Stanford wins that game, and they go on to beat number eight Oregon 31-24. Huge game there. Another fun game to watch. Number 24 and undefeated SMU Mustangs, 41-17 to over South Florida. Of course, you know my business partner, Dr. Charles Nix. He uh, went to SMU and was an athletic trainer for SMU during the era of Eric Dickerson. Oh, and, I did not um, know Craig. that. Yeah. How yeah, that, cool. Well, he's got some fantastic football stories. Uh, you know, flying into into Happy Valley down to Penn State to play those guys, and so SMU trying to show uh, some of that that old time football that yep. they had in them. But they win forty one seventeen over South Florida, wow. and again undefeated. They play Navy this weekend, uh, and so we'll see how that bears out. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. SMU may have an undefeated season. There you go. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> now, Kathy, I've got some sad news. Uh-oh. The Baylor Bears. Wah, wah. We didn't watch it this weekend. Michael didn't even watch it. Well, we were out and about Saturday, so. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> Number 12, yeah, Oklahoma they... State, went 24-14. You know, Baylor just didn't have the magic like they did against Iowa State. Yep. What was the finals? What was, what was the final score? 24-14. 24-14. Ah, man. Bummer. Yeah. No sickum. No sickum. <laughs> number number sixteen, Kentucky beat number twenty four to twenty thirteen. Of course, that was not the ranking at the time. Uh, Kentucky upsets Florida. Penn State continues to roll on. They are ranked number four in the country. They beat Indiana twenty four to nothing. Arizona State uh, wins over UCLA forty two to twenty three. A lot of people thought UCLA was going to be the bomb, and they looked strong early on. The UCLA has fallen off. Again, biggest, I think the biggest games you look for this next week, Texas OU, that's Saturday, October 9th at 11 o'clock. That's going to be a huge football game. Um, I'm going to predict that Texas wins that game by 10. I don't think that Oklahoma can resolve its quarterback issues, and I just don't think they can move the offense. Texas is not having a problem moving the offense. It's their defense. But I think the Oklahoma offense is so weak that it just can't compete with the Texas Longhorns. Any prediction on OU, Texas OU, Kathy? No, well, my mom will kill me if I don't say, OUT wins easily. So there you go. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, you know, I, I just haven't been, and it's crazy. And Michelle, who we were asking for prayers for our dear friend Michelle, um, she said, you know, Casey really needed the win. So, uh, you know, she, I know she's following, um, you know, the NFL, huge Kansas City a Chiefs fan, but um, I just I have not been following football. I I've recorded the Cowboy games, but I haven't even gone back and watched highlights. I know um, we won. I, I haven't I haven't followed college. Um, now my Saturdays have been kind of crazy um, this football season. Um, I haven't followed college or NFL football. Um, NFL is more by design, but college, usually we're at least watching Baylor or, you know, Notre Dame or a couple of other teams here, there, and yonder, just haven't been following as much. So I don't even know, like, who looks better out of UT and OU. I mean, obviously, you're well, going to say I'll you want you. UT. 
Of course. And so, but you're going to have to start watching college football. It's getting exciting, Kat. So it's getting good this year. It is. Okay. College football is sizing up very well. There you um, go. Other big games for this next Saturday to watch. Another challenge for Arkansas. Can Arkansas lay themselves down as a powerhouse in the SEC? Have they reemerged? Well, they play number 17, Mississippi, who pretty much handled Alabama. So Arkansas-Mississippi game is going to be a huge game. Another big game. Uh, two schools that border each other, Georgia and Auburn. Number 18, Georgia will host number two Georgia uh, number I'm sorry number 18 Auburn will host number two Georgia that's a big big football game if Auburn upsets Georgia wow watch the state of Alabama lose their minds and then probably the biggest powerhouse matchup for the weekend is going to be number four Penn State traveling to number three Iowa we're going to find out real fast does Iowa have what it takes to hold on to that number three ranking Penn State has shown to be formidable. And then to close us out, uh, number one Alabama takes on Texas A&M at Texas A&M. I'll tell you, the Aggies have got to regroup, Kathy. Uh, the Aggie Nation is very disgusted with the head coach. Now you can pay someone $7.5 million a year to oh, coach a team that yeah. can't win a football game Our on an unranked team. At College Station, which happened this question. Our, our, um, did you see some of the posts from some of our Aggie friends oh. on, yeah, on social media? They, they're like, we demand answers. I mean, you know, A&M fans, A&M alum are just, you know, ravenous when it comes to this kind of stuff. And some of the posts, I'm like, oh, and they're hashtagging and, you know, they're they're tagging and, you know, they're they're including A&M, you know, University and all the folks involved. So it, it was very interesting. I saw some very unhappy college sports fans. After that loss, yeah, that's I mean, tough. That's tough. Well, I'll tell you, I, I just, you know, a lot of a lot of folks are shaking their head right now saying, who can walk into a job, make $7.5 million a year with no proven record and not have done anything on the job yet? And I'm telling you, Aggie fans are not, uh, not a group of happy campers. I mean, again, one of the biggest things that I saw all over the place, by text, by email, by social media was, how does an unranked team march into College Station and beat Texas A&M? Yeah, yeah, and so, we've got. Uh, it looks like it. I'm trying to th- see who's 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 shooting us the thumbs up. Yeah, there. I think there might be some Aggie folks, um, Aggies on on um, one of our social media feeds right now. That's like, yeah, just again. And I had no idea until oh last. It was last Saturday. Um, how much the coach made? I mean, wow. Wow, wow, and wow. Okay, and so we can't let poor Sharon down. I guess I'm oh, going to have to go ahead and mention Nebraska. That Nebraska. <laughs> yes. Nebraska. Hi, Sharon. Pulled out a big win, a big win against, uh, uh, against unranked teams, but yep. they had a big, big weekend. Nebraska Cornhuskers get to go home with a victory. So. Thank you for mentioning you go, that Sharon. for Sharon. So mentioned your Cornhuskers. Yes, that, that, that will make her very happy. That will make her very happy. And and the thing is, I think a lot of people came into this season also thinking that Nebraska would have a better season. And Nebraska has struggled. And so we'll we'll have to see. We can see if we can get back to the Tom Osborne days uh, when Nebraska was winning national championships and 
and uh, ranked in the top 10 on a regular basis. So we'll have to see how that turns out. But yeah, Nebraska is still rebuilding. So there Sharon, you that go. Was for you. That, that, you that's go. for you, Sharon. We love you. <laughs> you know, Kathy, I'd like to shift if we can yeah. over to the, the supply chain and over to what's going on with getting product <sighs> into this country. It's JP. Um, it's 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 night, bad and it's getting worse. Yeah, last night, um, Kathy, we went over to uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart yep. because. I've got to pick out appliances. And so I went over there to look at all the appliances they have. And I've got a chance to, to build my own kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. So I am building an amazing kitchen. Yep. And I'm I'm buying what I want in regards to appliances and all. And I sat down with the guy and I've been advised, try to buy all the same appliances, right? So I really like um, Monogram and I really like um, Signature. Uh, Gen Air is good, but if they don't have the French cabinet uh, oven doors that I want, that are double ovens, right? So I sat down with the guy last night. Take a guess at how long it's going to take to get my cooktop, my ovens, my refrigerator, my microwave, and my dishwasher in. I, I, I wouldn't even venture to guess um, for products like that because at this point, it's tough to get anything in. I know... Um, a number of folks, if you'll remember, my mom's neighborhood was one of the neighborhoods hit by the tornado. Um, it'll be two years this October. And they've slowly been built, rebuilding in the neighborhood. And And she's talked to neighbors, and, and including herself, where there are supplies that are not allowing them to get. If they can get the supplies, they're so marked up that literally it's to the point where, you know, the insurance check from home homeowners insurance won't even cover it. So I can't even imagine with appliances, I can't even imagine the time you're going to have to wait I, a year. You hit it right on the head. Okay. And I was Between, exact. I was a little bit exaggerating, but a year, no, nine months to a Unreal. year. Unreal. Um, if Unreal. I want a higher end executive level kitchen, I think it. I think the name of it is Darko or something like that. And that I can get in four to six months. Yeah. If I want to go with an executive level. Yeah, Gail's Gail's uh, Gail's guess was six months. Um, yeah, no. Wow, Michelle said eight to twelve months. months yep. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's just that's and unreal. So it's like, well, yeah. I mean, I can't sit in a house with no way to cook and refrigerate and make oh, it me no. in there with an ice cooler and, <laughs> I know. and a Bunsen burner. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You've got a little hot plate and you've got a couple of big Bucky's yeah. igloo coolers kind of a thing or something. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, right. and again, that's, so you've got to look at this in, um, you know, with home, um, home builders, um, with some of the higher end homes, um you know, people who are trying to get in and redo their kitchen, it, you're just, you, you are, it's not one of those, oh, this will work out this month. We've saved the money or we've got this, or we're ready to move on this. It's hurry up and wait. And it's that way for a lot of things, a lot of um, items that, that homeowners typically count on, on a regular basis. Well, and, you know, the thing is, is I'm going to end up looking. It's like I've already started looking at Frigidaire Professional Series um, and Maytag Professional Series because yep. I can get those in in about 60 days. And so I may not end up with the kitchen of my dreams because I don't want to wait a year. To move to in. Get, 
those appliances. Yeah, yeah. So, I, it's yeah, just it's crazy. crazy stuff. And it's crazy. What I tagged that along to. Yeah. Huh? Oh no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I've I've got I spoke with a um a store owner um the other day. I wanted to mention something that he said, but go ahead. So and I'm leading into this because again, when our vice president. Um, Kamala, the crew, Harris. No, uh, do not attach. She doesn't get to be part of the crew. (laughs) No, not our crew. That was K-R-E-W. Yeah, not ours. You know, when she said that you better order your Christmas now, I mean, I think her and Jumpin' Joe on the Oh, I remember when you reported on that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Department of Transportation hasn't stepped in. There are literally cargo ships sitting out in the ocean, yes. in the bays all around this country, ready to dar- drop off and deliver goods. Yes. But there, there, there's no truckers to deliver them. There's nobody to unload them. There's no workers um, to do this. No. That's what, that's, so what, what's that's what that's what I was talked about. I was talking about with a, um, a smaller store owner this weekend. And um, he mentioned uh, the lack of certain cereals. And then also said, hey, you know, not trying to create a panic, but we're starting to run into issues of um, uh, of toilet paper again, because that's one of the things that's out there. There's just not enough folks. He said there's not enough workers to unload it onto the dock to get it into a truck. And then sometimes, hey, you may have a truck, but there's nobody to drive that truck. And he said, so be prepared. Right. And, and it, because he and I have become friendly, you know, since I shopped there and he said, Hey, just beware. And you may want to start stocking up on toilet paper again. And I said, Oh, I toilet paper and paper towels always. Um, I'm not to the extent your dad is with like 9,000 toilet paper rolls, but I've always got a healthy supply just in case. Um, And again, and and here's the thing. So, Oh shoot. And I wish maybe I may be able to pull it up when I was in Kroger the other day and you, if you can get one person checking out at a regular checkout thing. I, I don't like self-checkout. I've said this before. I'm not a fan of self-checkout. Hey, heck, my daughter and I, Emily and I, went up to um, a real nice super Walmart the other day, and we got her some clothes. She's, I, I, don't, I haven't been given the okay to say wh- where it is yet, but she auditioned and got a part at a very famous haunted house, and she's super excited about it. So we had to buy, like, some black T-shirts and, you know, black clothes to go underneath. And um, we did self-checkout. And, of course, we left a bag up there now, God bless the manager at this particular um, store. Uh, he went back through the film and said, yep, y'all were chit-chatting away and y'all just left the bag and walked off. Um, but it, it's one of those things, I don't like self-checkout. So if you've got one person who's a regular checkout person, you're lucky at a grocery store. You've got to plan ahead where it used to take me a certain amount of time to go through the grocery store, including checkout. Not any longer. Sometimes checkout is 30, 40 minutes, depending on what what it looks like. And if somebody, you know, if one of the self-checkout things go down or if you can get somebody who actually scans your food. But when I got home from Kroger the other night, JP, they had put like five flyers in one of my bags and they were all talking about, um, you know, signing bonuses, higher wages, and they're hiring from the top of the food chain to the bottom of the food chain, they're hiring everybody. They've got, they said spots available to start working today is basically what it said. It's unreal. Well, this, this morning, um, this morning it was released. Walmart alone is hiring over 100,000 seasonal employees. Wow. They can't find people to come work. 
there are 8.3 million job openings out there and people aren't taking them. And, And to listen to the White House, and to listen to Nancy Pichosi, mm. you would think, because she's now our new comrade, you would think that we that we just don't have any jobs and we need to pass this $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill to provide yeah. jobs and, and to help push the economy. Oh, no, almost yeah. creating uh, rapid inflation. Yep. Again, where we're going to be taking wheelbarrows of cash to the grocery store uh, to be able to pay for anything because of the rapid growth of inflation and the devaluation of the dollar. And it's just, it's unreal where we are heading and what we're doing. And it's so funny right now, the whole idea, well, this $3.5 trillion isn't going to cost you. Well, how is it not going to cost you? Well, we'll worry about it later. Um, yeah, they, that kick in the, the can. American we need to take care now. No, it, I'm sorry. Somebody pays, and I think it was a member of the crew that posted somewhere on one of their Facebook pages this weekend. Nothing is free. Some everything costs somebody somewhere money, and it's just um, it, it's unreal. You know, um, Ann uh, said that uh, you mean the pseudo vice president who went to Palm Springs instead of working with Congress. I, I I'm so floored, JP by their lack of awareness. And I don't know if it's because they're all in their little fancy high-end bubbles, meaning, you know, uh, Biden and Harris, and they're just unaware of the real world crumbling around them. Can they be that ignorant? Or is it just because they're so power hungry? They don't care. Joe Biden is that ignorant. I I truly, (sighs) I have not seen anything intellectual come out of Kamala Harris. Oh, she, yeah, she has she has that ridiculous that ridiculous laugh, and for somebody who has a ridiculous laugh, you know, hey, that she has to have a really crazy laugh. But it's it's inappropriate. It's one of those things. Now, hey, you know, I've been on radio and podcasts with you for the past six years. I, it, I wake up laughing every day because it's just funny. She laughs like she's talking to the press and they're like, Hey, can you talk to us about, you know, the soldiers that we lost in Afghanistan and the Americans still over there? She's like, ha, 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 honey, slow down. We'll get to questions later. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah. the American people demand answers now. And it's not funny. Don't laugh and say that's going to be talked about at a press conference. You can walk and talk answer for what you've done. I don't know. That's yeah, pretty crazy oh. stuff. Well, and, and again, this is this is what's going on. Just so that you know, right? How how bad has the shortages of increased our overall prices? How bad is inflation? Oh, between May twenty twenty <coughs> and May twenty twenty one, prices of commodities tracked within the producer price index rose by nineteen percent. Mm. And That's it was and that number. JP, just uh, just a few weeks ago when we had um, Congressman Taylor on, and he'll be back on this week, and he's got tons to update us on. He's been <laughs> trying to push back the the forces of darkness the last couple of weeks in D.C., and, yeah, that's just a tough gig. Um, anyways, but um, he had said it was 15%. And so now, even just in a, in a few short weeks, we've crept up to 19%. And you ain't seen well, the worst of it, again. you know? This is the largest year-over-year increase since mm. 1974, Kathy, and it's unreal. Unreal. Um, take lumber for example, right? So, home builders saw prices get to $1,711 per thousand board feet last month, an amount that is particularly a 2,000 square foot house would require more than 27 
$1,000 in framing lumber alone. Keep in mind, relative to a lumber bill of about $7,000 before the pandemic. Mm. I mean, well, and, that's and again, unbelievable. you know, when I mentioned my mom earlier and some of the delays in her neighborhood and my mom has chosen because of the people she wants to go with that she trusts that have built fences for her before and for other family members. Um, they're even saying right now, right now, you're you're really going to you're it, it's overpriced, you know, and they're saying if there's any way you can wait, we can come out and do some patches. If there's any way you can wait they're you know, the ones who have some customer loyalty are saying, hey, it's it's not it's not good right now. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, real quick, let's go to the feed before we close out. Fred Nort says that Kayla says good morning. Good Yay, morning, they're, Kayla. They're, you hey, y'all have fun at the, at the fair. fair. Hey, Fred, let her do the Chevrolet. Uh-oh. Oh, Bless Kathy. you. Bless you. Thanks. COVID-47. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Fred, let Kayla slip over and do the Chevrolet experience and drive a Camaro or something. Oh, oh yeah, that's Michelle. right. Do you get to drive those? Oh, heck, Michelle's got those girls. She's raising them right. They've already driven, flown, hit, sawed everything, fixed <laughs> engines on everything they can. <laughs> She's good that exactly. way. She's good that so, but way. But have fun at the fair. Also, we want to say continue to uh, heal rapidly, Michelle, and, yes. and hopefully not so much pain. And, yeah, um, definitely praying for her and her pain well level. And, yeah. Yeah, get good news coming up. And um, Ann Guzman says, um, you mean Kamala Harris, the pseudo vice president? Yeah. The one who flew yeah. to Palm Springs instead of working with Congress on the current <laughs> That's bill? That's what I alluded to earlier. And she's right. I mean, this is a woman who... They, I think it's because she's so unlikable, JP. That I think, yeah. I think she is actually less likable than Hillary. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. And they want, you know, she's supposed to be the heir apparent for the next president. I think they're worried. She is so off-putting when she is on yeah. camera that they kind of they're like, oh, tuck her away and just let her say minimal stuff so she can get elected as president. I, I really think that's what they're trying to do with her. Well, and truly for me, she doesn't come off very bright. I'm like, no. how did this woman get to where she's at? No. That just blows me away. Gail Meek said this tax the rich more bill they are trying to get through says those that are making 400000 a year. But after two-third uh, years, it drops down to those making 30000 or more. Yes. And, 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 so, she's, yeah. and she's so I mean, right. That's one of those things that, and, you know, and, and obviously, you know, Gail and her husband are in the financial planning world, so they can look at these things and project them out and, work out the the word problems that they that they are but um you're right event is something that look something that looks too good to be true it probably is just probably is the odds are that it probably yep. is and that's one of those things that okay well sure okay you're only going to tax and the people who make four hundred thousand or over are going to get this but then if you look at the devils in the details and like gail said then all of a sudden in a couple of years this hits people who are making below the poverty level how can this yep. party that says they stand up and this president and vice president who are part of a party that says they're standing up for the people who you know are who are the poor and downtrodden how can you do that? And it's like, it's, I, I, I think it's so cruel. They're just continuing to take advantage of the American people. And how dare you as you get on a private jet and go to one of your three homes? That's not the real world for everybody else. And doggone it, you're, in, you're an elected official. You're in public service. How do you have 15 homes, you know? 
Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Well, I, I agree completely. It's, ah. well, it's all been a double standard. I mean, AOC yep. proved that double standard her and her oh, woke yeah. progressive idiocracy yeah. um, jumps in a gas-guzzling, uh, smoggy mission-chugging car yeah. while she makes her staff take the train. So give me a break. Well, and then it's also what she was at when she was at the, that um, that event at the Met, and her, it was like a $30,000 ticket. And, and remember, that was when Van was on the show, and he's like, yeah, we were, because she was on the committee that he's on, and he was like, yeah, so we, we're sitting here waiting to take a vote, and this is in the evening, up in D.C., and he said, then all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, well, AOC's in a, at an event at the Met, so we won't be voting tonight after all. So literally she left her job to go dress up in a, a tacky gown, which, by the way, it's it's funny, the font on that gown, I think it said tax the rich or something like that. The font on that gown looked like Chick-fil-A font, so all I saw was eat more chicken. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> Well, I'm going to Chick-fil-A chicken my way out of here. It oh, is 8.30, oh, Kathy. Yes. I, oh, I want to give a real big shout-out first. Um, a lot of um, fo- a lot of churches um, are having blessings of the pet. You know, they had some this oh, yeah. weekend and, and upcoming this week. Still look around to local churches to see if you can go take your pets to get blessed. want to give a shout-out to the um, Good Samaritan Episcopal Church in Dallas over um, real close to the Arboretum and to um, Reverend Joel Hatfield. We took um, Kira, our little Shiba Inu baby, our little puppy, um, out to um, get blessed. And we also took Mr. Gus, our bearded dragon. And when we walked onto the courtyard, JP, it was so great. CJ's carrying uh, Mr. Gus. And all of a sudden, um, Reverend Hatfield's like, I can tell you this is a first in all the years that I've been doing a blessing of the pets have never had one of those so anyway so mr gus got to be a first and so wanted to give a shout out to them and just being so lovely with with our family and with our pets and so loving and you know just take care of those fur babies and take care of yourself well and again kathy i'm glad you said that don't forget trunk or treat uh kathy and i as we get into that third week of october we will do what we normally do we will go down all of the different trunk or treats that are out there yes safe halloween trick-or-treating tips and all the fun stuff that october brings and don't forget breast 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 cancer cancer awareness awareness month as well and i love it this year a little, little tease real quick uh the blue pumpkin um uh pumpkin you know candy collectors that you're seeing at the stores those are for kids with autism so people know at these festivals or trunk or treat or if if somebody's trick-or-treating in your own neighborhood don't don't necessarily expect the child to say trick-or-treat or to verbalize um and, and talk with you um those are blue to let people know that that's an autistic child and just know that they may be nonverbal, which as a former special ed teacher, I just love that. I think that's great. Well, I'm surprised the woke will allow that to go on beyond this year. Well, we shall see. Somehow we're marginalizing, marginalizing somebody. Somebody's mad somewhere. I, I think it's great. I know you think it's great. <laughs> oh, I think it's awesome. I think it's phenomenal. Absolutely. All right, Brett, light us up. Let's get out of here and we'll see y'all on Wednesday. <laughs> love y'all. Have a blessed day. <laughs> you should have, you should have, I did, give me, give me some
appreciate you coming around here.